This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, though the Pentagon almost got as much money as it asked for, the actual money it will get is a different story. A joint effort by several agencies to produce clean energy on federal lands. And benefits for federal employees who are killed on the job could get its first increase in over 20 years. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Pentagon officials say a full year continuing resolution would cut back their spending plans by more than $20 billion this year. Even though 2021 spending levels were only about $8 billion below what DOD proposed for this year, a full year CR would lead to billions of dollars more than the department can't actually spend because the funding is in the wrong accounts. This year's 2.7% military pay raise compounds the problem. The raise has already taken effect, but under a CR, personnel accounts would not have the funds allocated to pay for it. Thousands of soldiers are officially refusing to get the COVID-19 vaccine. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni reports. More than 3,000 members of the Army are flat out refusing to get the coronavirus shots. The service already said it would separate service members who did not get vaccinated. So far, the Army has relieved six active duty leaders and sent out almost 3,000 reprimands. 97% of the active duty force and 78% of the Army Reserve have gotten at least one shot. Reserve members have until this summer to get fully vaccinated. Scott Massioni. Federal News Network. Just like about every other employer, the Army is dealing with a tight job market, so officials have decided it's time for a big bump in military recruiting bonuses. Sign-on bonuses for some of the hardest-to-fill specialties will reach $50,000 this year, up from a previous cap of $40,000. Army officials say they've had a tougher time recruiting new soldiers during COVID-19, partly because of school closures. The service is aiming to induct more than 57,000 new soldiers this year, about the same as last year. The Navy is prioritizing self-awareness and self-correction in its sailors to better the service. Chief Naval Officer Admiral Michael Gilday released a new charge of command this week. The strategy will incorporate new emphasis on self-awareness in leadership curriculum. The Navy is also revamping its Navy Safety Center into a safety command. That organization will evaluate how the service evaluates risk. DHS is launching a new training program for its employees. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has those details. The Climate Change Professionals Program aims to recruit recent graduates and current Homeland Security Department employees to focus on adapting the agency's mission to climate change and improving its resiliency. Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas says the goal of this two-year training program is to develop the next generation of climate experts and improve the climate literacy of the workforce. DHS released the first three job announcements for current employees and soon-to-be college graduates to apply for. The program will include 10 to 12 students and kick off in June. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Several agencies will begin working together to advance clean energy projects on public lands. The Departments of Interior, Agriculture, Defense, Energy, and the Environmental Protection Agency announced a memorandum of understanding to establish interagency coordination teams that prepare environmental reviews and accelerate renewable energy decision-making on lands managed by USDA and the Interior Department. The initiative supports the Energy Act of 2020, which sets out to produce 25 gigawatts of clean energy on public lands by no later than 2025. Feds could soon have some new training available to them to help identify products with IT security risks. The Senate passed the Supply Chain Security Training Act this week. It would create a standard supply chain security training program for employees responsible for purchasing services and equipment. 
The General Services Administration would be responsible for creating the program in consultation with the Departments of Defense and Homeland Security. The Office of Management and Budget would develop guidance for adopting and using the new training. Death benefits for federal employees killed on the job may increase soon. Legislation introduced Tuesday would raise the benefit for survivors by 900% to $100,000. The bill would also increase the funeral expense payment to $8,800. The federal workforce averaged 24 deaths on the job per year before the pandemic, according to the bill's sponsors. If passed, this would be the first change in the death benefit since 1997. Top members on the House Oversight and Reform Committee are asking agencies what steps they've taken to make it easier to help their constituents access federal services. Government Operations Subcommittee Chairman Jerry Connolly and Ranking Member Jody Heiss ask agencies for an update implementing the Creating Advanced Streamlined Electronic Services for Constituents, or CASES Act. The law requires agencies to accept digital signatures for the privacy authorization forms that constituents must fill out before that constituents must submit before a member of Congress can contact agencies on their behalf. The Postal Service's Board of Governors names a new chairman. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The board unanimously elects Roman Martinez, a Republican member, to serve as its next chairman. Martinez will take over for Democrat Ron Bloom, a former member of the board, whose term expired in December. The board also names Anton Hajar, the former general counsel of the American Post Workers Union, to serve as its vice chairman. Martinez says he supports Postmaster General Louis DeJoy and his 10-year reform plan. The best team needs a leader, and I believe that Postmaster General DeJoy is that person to carry out the restructure that is needed. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The nominee to lead Homeland Security's intelligence branch says improving employee morale is a top priority. Here's Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday. Kenneth Weinstein says he wants to improve career opportunities and work-life balance for employees at the Office of Intelligence and Analysis. The DHS organization has consistently ranked as one of the worst places to work in the federal government. During his Senate confirmation hearing this week, Weinstein pledged to take a hard look at the problem. That is a, a fundamental question, a fundamental issue. If I walk into INA is to assess what the morale of the workforce is and take every measure I can to improve that morale, which improves the effectiveness of the organization. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. And two senior executives at the General Services Administration are moving back to industry. Gerard Baderick, the agency's CFO for the last seven years, is leaving on January 21st. He says he plans to return to industry. One of Baderick's biggest accomplishments was the move to robotics process automation across GSA that saved hundreds of hours. Additionally, Judith Zawatsky, GSA's assistant commissioner in the Office of Systems Management, left after 15 years earlier this month. She started a new position with Gartner. Zawatsky was best known for modernizing federal acquisition systems, including the new SAM.gov platform. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply.